welcome back to my art and self-improvement podcast. Hi, I'm Katie and I'm a life coach and artist. I'm a life coach for artists and I help artists stop procrastinating on their art so they can get paid doing what they love. I struggled with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, so much self-sabotaging behaviors and this is my weekly update of how I'm improving my mindset one podcast at a time. Okay, hi. We are going to be talking about neutralizing failure. So the last few episodes, I've been talking a lot about failure. And um, I mean, I think it's really like that relationship and the way we think about failure, I'm really understanding is such a huge part in how we approach our life, our work, our art. And so I've been doing a lot of work around that, which I've been really loving. So as you guys know, I've, um, if you listen to the last podcast, like two kind of, two, a bunch of things happened that I was like, oh God, like I'm scared to do this. I'm scared to fail. Um, I've gotten to a place where I, it's not even a question whether I'm going to do it or not. I'm definitely going to do it. Right. And I know that I'm going to be okay ultimately, but I still, was having this feeling of like, ah, I don't, I don't want to fail. Obviously, like, I'm scared. I don't, that's going to be so embarrassing if I do. Like, that's a big deal and stuff like that. And so I know that I want to, I want to think about it in a different way that is a lot more useful to me because I've noticed that trying to go the super positive route, which is like, I will succeed or I am going to succeed, doesn't really help or it doesn't really work because I don't fully believe it because I totally could fail. It's not a bad thing, but like I totally could. So like kind of trying to rally myself like that hasn't really worked. But then the other thing I would do instead then would be like, oh, it's okay if I fail, right? Like I'm going to do it anyway. I'm brave for doing it. And that's nice, but it still makes failure feel kind of like a disappointment or it still feels meh, right? Um, Like I think about some of my clients who... Um, really keep themselves from making any money, from taking on commissions, from putting themselves out there because they're really scared that if they're going to get a client, they're going to fail, right? And so it's it's still that same kind of thing. So think about whatever it is that you're avoiding doing because of, you're afraid of failure. Um, and I'm going to help you. I would love to help you neutralize it um, instead. And so let's, let's dive into talking about like what failure really is. So let, I'm going to use a really, really simple example. Okay. Like really almost kind of rudimentary and simplistic, but anyway. Okay. So let's imagine, um, you're drawing a face, right? (laughs) Okay. You draw a face and, um, you made the eyes, like you were doing, you're doing a study, Um, You're learning how to draw a face. So you made the eyes too close together, right? And so then the next drawing that you do, you make the eyes farther apart and then it looks just right. So what does that mean about the first drawing then? Does it mean that that was a terrible drawing and you should never have drawn again? Does it mean that it was a mistake and it should never have seen the light of day and that you shouldn't have drawn? Like, you know, does it mean all of things? But but at the same time, though, didn't you need that drawing? You know, didn't you need to make the eyes too close together in order to make the next drawing and make sure it was farther enough apart so it looked just right? Like... 
How would we have known to make the eyes far enough apart without having made that first drawing where it was a quote-unquote failure? Does that make sense? So it's almost like we were supposed to fail the first time because we didn't quite have the knowledge and the skill set yet in order to then make the face look quite right, right? So let's use some other examples. Like let's say, you know, one month you had a goal of making a certain amount of money, um, getting a certain amount of commissions, and you didn't make that goal uh, in, 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 this, in this month. And so then you, you learned like, okay, I realized in that month I only posted twice that month. So maybe that's why I wasn't getting many clients. And so then on the next month, you're like, okay, I'm going to post three times a week this time. And so you do that the next month and then you did get your money goal. You did reach the financial goal that you had for creating commissions and stuff like that. Same thing. So was that first month where you didn't make the money goal, was that you know, was that a giant waste of time? Was that not valuable? Was that like a complete mistake and needs to be erased from your memories? No, right? Like, again, you had to have done that first month in order to learn something, in order to get something out of it so that then you could know what to do the next month. One more, let's go with one more example. Especially this is the one that I think so many of my clients get scared of because they're scared to take on clients because they're so afraid. They're always thinking about the worst case scenario, right? Worst case of like a client being unhappy with them, being unhappy with the work and so or being unhappy with what it looks like. And so then they avoid taking on clients, putting themselves out there because they're afraid that one day <laughs> there's going to be a client that hates their artwork, um, right? So Let's say, right, you created, um, you created some art and for a commission and you handed it in to the client and the client was unhappy. They did not like it. They just had a lot of negative feedback. And now you could take that in many ways, right? You could take that as saying that you're this giant failure and that you should never draw again. Or like you would take something out of it, like let's say maybe, okay, what you're going to do for the next client that comes into your vicinity is that you're going to make sure that this time you're going to give yourself a, like, a, like a really proper amount of time to finish the artwork. Maybe with that first client, you tried to do it in half the time that you felt like was comfortable, but you just really needed the money or something like that. And so you really rushed it. And then the client was unhappy, right? And so then the next time you're like, all right, now I have a policy that I'm always gonna give myself two weeks or something like that for deadlines with clients. Like, that's one idea, right? Um, again, was that, you know, was that first experience, was that not supposed to happen? Was that completely like a waste of time? And like, does that mean that you are just totally inept? No, right? And like, I've heard so many people say things like, you know, I should have known. I should have known to do this. I should have known to do that. Like, no, <laughs> literally, no, you shouldn't have. How would you have known? If you didn't know, 
then you were not supposed to have known or you were not supposed to have been able to like apply it yet, right? Like knowledge in itself does not create um, success. It's always applied knowledge. So for example, like um, have you ever like watched a video about, about basket weaving and then been like, why don't I know how to basket weave? <laughs> why, why am I so bad at this? It's because you're still learning to apply it, right? Like, so no, you shouldn't have known. Even if you know the knowledge, it doesn't mean that you necessarily have applied it or know how to apply it yet. So, so to me, like when it comes to that thought of like, I was supposed to fail. Like if I failed, it just means that I didn't have the skill set yet. There was something missing in my knowledge or in my application that didn't allow me to succeed. And so I was supposed to fail so I could find that. And so when I think about, you know, all these things that's coming up in my life that I'm definitely afraid to fail on, I, I feel so much more peace thinking that like, yeah, you know what? If I fail, I was supposed to, like, and nothing has gone wrong, right? Like, I think that's what we're so, that's what, like, freaks us out is we think that, like, the world has ended, everything's gone wrong, when really it was totally supposed to happen. It was exact, it was perfect in the way it played out. And so the piece for me when I think, I, I love thinking like that so much more than just thinking like, I'm amazing and I'm gonna never fail or I'm not gonna fail versus also like, oh, it's okay to fail, right? Like, like I don't think either of those things is as useful as seeing it as like, I was supposed to because that means there's something I needed to learn. And so the piece comes also from me knowing that I'm not going to reject my failure. I know that if I fail, I am not going to um, like reject myself. I'm not going to reject my reality and want to escape, right? What in, <laughs> in drama YouTube videos, as you guys, if you guys know me, <laughs> or in video games or whatever it is, right? That I'm going to use to kind of like escape my life or escape my reality. Like that feels so good to me knowing that I'm not going to reject it. That like on the other side of failure, I'm going to feel totally neutral. I'm going to feel totally like, yeah, that was supposed to happen then. Like, I'm not saying that I'm going to be happy-go-lucky and stuff, but like, I don't think I need to be. I just don't think I need to make it mean that everything's gone to shit and everything's gone wrong, right? Um, so sure, there's still a little bit of fear, but it's just like, covered in this, you know, glowing ball of peace for me. Um, and it's made me like, you know, take action a lot quicker. So if you're curious about like how I got here and how I um, kind of came to this realization and breakthrough, it's actually been because of my work that I've done with uh, my relationship with my dad. So I'm coaching myself and I'm I'm I want transformation in all areas of my life because how we do one thing and how we think about one thing is how we think about everything. And so when it comes to my dad, like I'm sure many of you guys might be able to understand when like your parents say things that are like 
whoa, did that just come out of your mouth, right? Like that kind of feeling. Um, my dad does that. He's, he's older and he says some things that I very much disagree with. And it used to really, really, really frustrate me and really, really annoy me. But I, I, I did not want to feel like that anymore. I know that I, I know that I can't change him. And there's really no, no benefit to me feeling so angry and annoyed. Um, and so um, I got coaching on it. And one thing that um, I that really helped was like I didn't need to go from like annoyed to like being like I love dad and all that kind of stuff like super happy go lucky, like I just could go to like neutral. And so that's what I did. And when I came to my dad and some of the crazy shit he says, I kind of came to this place of like, I found a thought that I really like, which is really that like, you know, this is just the way his brain is programmed. You know, I don't know his childhood. I didn't grow up in what, in his experience, like, you know, all the thoughts that he's thinking is because of whatever happened as he grew up, like the kind of parents he had, the kind of environment, and then everything that's happened in his life, his choices, all that stuff, right? Like, like, I don't, I don't admire it. I don't aspire to be like it, but I understand why he thinks the way he thinks. Like, it makes sense. He's supposed to be like this. Nothing has gone wrong. Like, he shouldn't, he's not supposed to be anything else. He shouldn't be anything else. This is who he is, and this is the way he thinks because because he's supposed to. This is exactly like, this is the result, right, of whatever his life, like, you know, an accumulation of everything in his life. And so um, I've gotten to a place where I neutralize that, right? Like, so whenever he says some crazy shit, then I, I just think, oh yeah, this is, this is just the way his brain is programmed. Like, this has nothing to do with me. This doesn't, this has nothing to do with like what I think he should or shouldn't be. This is just the way he is programmed. And I have felt so much better thinking that. And it's just brought me so much peace in my life to just feel that neutrality. And I think eventually one day I could go up to a place where like, um, uh, maybe I could even feel positive regardless of what he says. Now that's like true power, right? That's like really, really amazing power. So what's funny is that like, how did I neutralize failure or how did I kind of come to this conclusion is because I neutralized my dad. <laughs> so yeah, like, um, and so when I neutralize my dad, I can neutralize myself too. When I do things that I don't, I'm not as proud of, or when I, um, I'm acting in ways that like, and say things that I, um, I, uh, I would like for it to be different or something like that. It's just like, oh yeah, of course I did that. Or of course I said that because this is what I was thinking. This is what I was experiencing. And so now I can take from that and learn from it instead of just being in a beating myself up kind of like level, right? So what's amazing is like, yeah, neutralizing my dad allows me to neutralize failure. And then so it neutralizes myself and, and going from there is where I know I can be, go up the next level, which is to really fully, you know, love it. So I highly, highly, highly recommend thinking about failure in this way where like nothing has gone wrong. It's, it was supposed to happen. 
not because there's something wrong with you and not because that there's something missing in you and it has nothing to do with your core. It just totally means that there was just something in your skill set that you didn't have. And then the failure had to happen for you to know where your growth is. So um, I like, you know, again, if I draw something and I got it way off, right? If I draw a car and I got it way off, I know that that has nothing to do with my artist's core. It's just because I haven't become, right? I haven't, um, I, I need the skill set uh, in order to draw a car really well. Uh, totally neutralize it. I was supposed to make a bad car drawing or I'm supposed to make whatever bad drawing or bad whatever, right? You know what I mean? And this means for anything. Seriously, this could mean for anything. Nothing, not just art, like any goal, anything in your life. Okay, I hope that was helpful. If this is something you're struggling with and you'd like some help learning how to like apply it and really get yourself in a place of neutrality with your failures, you can, um, there's there's a link somewhere in the description about um, getting on a consult call with me. Like this failure work is really, I think, um, like really like my zone of genius kind of because uh, it's 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 such a big deal when it comes to things like procrastination. And I mean, how fun is it to like not be afraid of failure? Um, yeah. Anyway, so good luck and contact me if you would like some help.